Welcome back to another episode of the Educating the Reckless podcast with your host Apollo P and No Better Nina. And we're back again with another installation of this beautiful, this the so educational, the, you know, reckless based podcast. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm here, happy. It's in the morning. We're finally getting back in the swing of things. Uh, I've been slack. I've been slacking a little bit, but you know, okay. we're back. You have schedule changes. You know, and I think exactly. And last week, I felt I felt the the energy that we brought because it was in the morning that time, mm-hmm. and now we're in the morning again. And I'm I'm ready for it. Yep. You know, before we get into the podcast, uh, actually, someone I was talking to someone yesterday. I'm moving a lot of stuff <laughs> you can hear in the background. I'm moving a lot of stuff. I should have been ready. <laughs> so I was talking to someone yesterday, and they said that the fact that. We talk about what we've been through throughout the week before we start into the actual podcast, the meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. They like that. Somebody said that to me, too, earlier on. I think, I don't know if I told you that or not, though. Oh, was it a girl who said that to you? Yeah, my best friend. Oh, she told me. Because yeah. we were talking, one time we were talking about taking that out or something. Yeah. And then she was like, don't take it out. I actually like it. Oh, for real? I'm like, okay. All right, so we're keeping it in. And yeah. it's like, you know, it's a refresher for yeah. people who, you know. People who want to stalk us. Yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> people want to know what we do, like the little the nuances into our life before we do this podcast. Let, they'll let us see. Yep. The things that we don't post on social media. Yep. You know, things that we may forget on social media. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, the fits that we have, but we didn't take pictures of them. Yeah, yeah I got to start taking pictures. Times. I'm going to start taking pictures of myself more often because I'm looking at my gram and I'm like, yo, boy, you could dress, but you ain't showing it. You need a friend who could take good pictures of you. That's exactly. With this iPhone 10, I should be able to, I should be going off. Yeah, you should. I know. I have a designated picture friend. Do you really? Yeah. Is it Brittany? Yeah, and I make her stand. <laughs> she has to, like, stand on, because I'm taller than her. <laughs> she has to, I make her stand on a chair to, like, get it at the right angle and yeah. everything. Mm. But, yeah. All right. So, you go first. How, how's your week been? Um, It's been good. I, um... I didn't do well. We had a listener appreciation party. For oh yeah, how was it? Hashtag. It was cool. I broke a nail while I was bowling, so honestly, I went home the next day and I took all my nails off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel so weird. I feel like I have like naked, like naked nubs. Like you that's took all of them like. off because yeah. you just had one broken. One? Literally, oh no, because I broke another one just before that, yeah. and then on the same hand, I broke another nail when we were bowling and that shit hurt like it snapped back oh shit and um so i just took them all off but i'm getting a new set on friday you, so i'm good aren't you supposed to put that um nail strengthener on it yeah but like i'm gonna get like new nails on friday so yeah. i'm just letting them breathe for now but okay. the bowling thing was cool um <clears throat> solitary previewed some new music which was cool is he a rapper yeah he used to be a rapper back in the day did you not know that i mean i didn't know that either well no i did because they, they told me but like I never listened to him, but like I have friends who listen to him. You didn't know that. I thought he was a studio guy, like an engineer. He is now. He's a producer now, mostly oh. a producer now. Okay. But he was like in a group with Shaw Claire and somebody else. Hold on, he was he, he was in soccer. <laughs> yeah, Yo, so, Solitaire is Canadian legend. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to laugh, but yo, that's kind of lit. <laughs> yeah. So now he does like he does a lot of behind the scenes stuff, but he previewed some new music, which was cool. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of leftover cake to take home, and then later on that night, I went to one of my friends uh is launching a website for his personal training thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which was honestly, it was actually really like. It wasn't what I expected it to be. I guess because everybody there knew each other and everyone was from Vaughn. Yeah. Um, literally everybody was on the wall. I kid you not, Brittany was the only person dancing. 
like no joke, no word of a lie. Uh, everyone was on the wall just talking to each other because everyone knew each other. So like it was kind of weird. Like I didn't, I didn't really like. It was awkward, not awkward, but like. Hold on, my my question was: This the party that you were supposed to dance to, or was it a mixer? Okay, I mean, he said it was a party party because I asked Brittany to ask him first. I was like, "Is this gonna be like a mix and mingle, or is it gonna be an actual party?" And she's like, "He said an actual party," so I'm like, "Okay, let me get there." And it was more of a mix and mingle than anything, which was still cool. Like I still had fun. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Now I've just been getting shit ready for, like, my party this weekend. And oh, it's this weekend? Yeah, it's on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Oh, damn. I'm going to be seeing you very soon. Then. You're coming? No, no. We're going to be recording. Oh, yeah. We are. Oh, yeah. We. I think I want to change the day of that. What's the day? I think I want to change it to Sunday. You want to go to Sunday? Yeah, if that's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay, off on perfect. Sunday. Um, but, yeah. So, um, that's pretty much it. And, yeah. How mm. about you? All right, so me personally, what I what I've done since the last time, been working this new job, like I was said, like mm-hmm. last episode. My feet hurt. I bought some insoles because I gotta wear safety shoes for that bitch. But and does it wait? Does it do? Oh, your feet okay? Because safety shoes. Never mind. Yeah. I was gonna say you used to work somewhere else where you had to stand all the time too. So yeah, but okay, yeah, but like, let me just tell you, safety shoes is yeah, because I'm working a hard floor mm-hmm. on the hard floor, and safety shoes are hard themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm walking for hours, and just it's just. Yo, it hurts. So I bought insoles thinking that's going to be a little better. Yeah. Them insoles won't even help too. Like, my feet were starting to hurt like after six hours in. I'm like, Yo, Fuck. you know, because, wait, did you use your benefits to get them? The insoles? Yeah. No, I went to Walmart and bought some shit. You should, you probably have them under your benefits. You could probably get real proper ones. Insoles? Yeah. Now that you say that, you probably could check. Oh, for real? Like, yeah. what, is, what is that? Under health um, or orthotics? Orthotics. Okay. Uh, let me see. I got to yeah. check. Yeah, check and see. Because you could probably get actual proper ones that will actually help you. I woke up the next morning after a few after the first day and the second day, mm-hmm. and I just felt my legs just hurting. I was just walking with a limp and shit like that. I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do this. <laughs> I, all right, so after that, too, I, like I've been on the hunt to see if I could get some orthodontic treatment. Mm-hmm. So on Friday, I went to one one place, and you know he hit me with a prize. I'm think, I thought, I'm thinking he's taxing me. Yeah. But he also showed me his black card after, too. Oh. Which is I don't know if all dentists have black cards, but he showed me his black card, and I was like, "All right, I'm in." I'm like in. credit card? Yeah, it's a credit. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. If you know someone has a black card, they making They're, fucking money. Yeah. And so I looked at him. He showed me the black card. It's metal. Why I, show it to you? I, I to don't like brag. I don't know. It was I guess, but I also <laughs> my orthodontist never showed me it. Yo, I <laughs> I don't know. I have that effect on people. So what happened? He was talking about something, I, and I referenced like a black card or something. Mm-hmm. He was like, "I got one." Damn, he's just like, really trying to rub it all in your face. He's like, he's like, I got one. He could have just let that side, but he's like, I got one. I'm like, let me see. He's like, I'm gonna show it. Yeah. To you. I'm gonna show it to you. So after he after he gave me the rundown with the whole like, if I want to go with Invisalign and braces and things like that, and his price and how uh, it's gonna duration of treatment between like some type of months, he came back and was like, Yo, here's a black card. So I held it for a little bit. It was metal. He's like, it's metal. I'm like, Yo, this is some real money. He said, I've been doing dentistry for 25 years now. Damn. And it was like. Damn, you've been doing you've been doing this shit as long as well, not as long as born. almost as long as you've yeah. been alive. I'm like, damn. He was like, he what did he say? He was like 53 years old. Damn. Yeah. So he started almost basically at your age. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. And I was like, yo, you've been putting in work as long as I've been living. Yeah. I'm like, damn. So you know, one of my orthodontists. Sorry, this is like a side note. That's, yeah. What? Like. I remember I was in high school and my orthodontist was like super nice. I don't know if anyone's seen the movie Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium. Mm -hmm. He literally reminded me of that old man in the movie. He was so sweet. And one day, one of my friends who went to the same orthodontist came to school 
And like he comes up to me and he's like, Nina. I'm like, what? He's like, our orthodontist died. I'm like, what do you mean he died? He's like, I swear to God, he died. I'm like, my braces are still on my teeth. Like, what are you Your talking about? Your man's died. And like, I started laughing because like, it's not every day somebody comes up to you and says, yo, our orthodontist died. Like, mm. what? So I was like, what the fuck? And then the next time I went for my follow-up appointment, they were like, yeah, he died in his sleep, whatever. He was old. Mm. Um, and he died in his sleep and stuff. And then they had some new orthodontist and he was an asshole and he took my braces off and said, good luck. You still need to get jaw surgery. And I was like, the other guy was well, trying to avoid that, but I never did it. Dude said you need to get jaw surgery? Yeah, I never did. The, you dick. Yeah, no, I, I should have. I never did the jaw surgery, though, because I was too scared. My oh, sister th- how, did it. You said, oh, hold on, hold on. All right, well, first off, I shouldn't say tell him to eat a dick. Well, how did he say eat, you need jaw surgery? He was like, I would Oh, reckon. no, like, it was it was already told to me before I got yeah. the braces, and I was probably going to need it. Yeah. Um, But... I just avoided that altogether because mm-hmm. the recovery process is really crazy. Mm-hmm. And especially my sister did it two, three years ago and seeing how hers, like how bad her recovery was, was like, I was like, yeah, I'm really glad I didn't do it. But at the same time, like, you know, there's like days go by where you're like, oh, I wish I did it. Or like, I don't know. It's, but yeah, he didn't say it like in a rude way. It was already kind of known that I had to. Oh have done it but he just he wasn't he wasn't as hopeful as the dead orthodontist who was like yo keep this shit on like we're gonna fix it and make it work yeah but i I mean my teeth are straight so yeah man yeah that's all that matters yeah hey so and oh so let me say i went to another work so i'm I'm on i'm on this trail to see if i can find like you know the best price and the best customer service or whatever best treatment i can get uh so i go to this next place yesterday's in brampton Mm -hmm. i walked into the place and it was like think about like the Walmart of not Walmart, but it was dope. I walked in, it's like the price shop, tra- price sh- uh, shoppers mart of like dentists because okay. they even give you like a points card and shit. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? Yeah. And then the, in the back, they have like this whole lane of just like dentist chairs and people getting worked on. It's just so high tech. Yeah. They're using new technology and shit like that. I'm looking like, damn, this is a motherfucking like really dope place. <laughs> and then after I after I go through all the whole orthodontic treatment and stuff like that, I see hold my whole my whole teeth and thing like that. I see I'm like, yo, throw my whole jaw away. I don't want my mouth no more. Yeah. And then she was like, No, we can fix it. We can fix it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she understand my humor. Yeah. And so the the dentist comes in. Oh, hold on. My thing is, yo, where the fuck are you like real like orthodontic is at? <laughs> if I'm in your office and I'm waiting for you to come back, where the fuck are you at? <laughs> so sometimes they're they're like working on patients. They're not or like working checking on their mouths. Yeah, my orthodontist used to actually like because they have to actually put the little uh, hooks on. Well, yeah. when Invisalign wasn't around, was when I had braces and yeah. I had these fucking big silver things on my teeth. They actually have to go and like put those on and stuff and tighten them and make sure everything's good. Um, so yeah, that's where they are. Nah, bro. I like, I'm like, I'm in your office, motherfucker. Like, where are you? Like, you, like when you wait for a dentist. Yeah. I pulled up, I pulled up in your office and you weren't there and left my stuff. And I came back. You still weren't there. And your, your ne- a whole nother assistant comes in on the on computer typing up shit. And then you come in hunky whore. Like, Hey, my dog, my name is doctor. Whatever, 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 whatever. You come in, you see me for five minutes. You look at my mouth. You tell me this and that and this. And you tell me, yo, she'll be able to take care of the rest. And you leave. Motherfucker. What, <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> yo, I see masses come in, come out. I'm like, yo, what the fuck you doing? Yeah. And, but like the whole process was cool. They sent me like emails and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They showed me like a payment plan. I could go like, they really broke it down yeah. a lot. Like, uh, Cause other things don't do that. A letter, what I've seen, like another, uh, the ones I've been to, didn't even do that. Yeah. 
they give me like a rough estimate, a rough estimation of time. They tell me some other shit. They break it down going like, yo, this and that. He was even graphic editing a little bit of my teeth to say like, yo, we can get you like shit like, like that's that. that's how it could look, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, oh shit, this looks cool. That's good because like, obviously you need that because you're the one who's like paying yeah. for it and stuff. Yeah. See, whereas for me, like I didn't, I was in grade seven when I got them. Yeah. So I didn't have to like worry about that shit. Yeah. I like, you know, I'm spending money on it. Well, I'm looking at another one. I'm looking at a whole bunch of other ones. I'm trying to see the price range. Yeah. And then there's like this next one I saw on Instagram. I'm going to pull up there on Thursday. Yeah. And they said they cut out the like the middle the middle cost and shit like that where it's more affordable and I can still get a good smile. So Yeah. I um, guess I feel like when they know that like you're paying for it and yeah. like you're still somewhat like you're still pretty young, they kind of try to work something yeah. out. Or they at least make it seem like they're trying to work something out. My thing is, yo... 2018, a lot of shit should be a little bit more affordable. I'm just saying, with the yeah. with the whole advancement of technology, there's certain things that shouldn't be so costly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm saying, like, why I'm saying that is because capitalism should have really cut out a lot of the costs. Like, being in... Because everyone has... Everyone needs to go to a dentist just for basic cleaning. Yes. I think the basic cleanings are necessary yeah. and shit like that. But, like, you're talking about, like, or... What's that? What's the thing orthodontics. called? Orthodontics. Yeah, orthodontics. Like new technology, like Invisalign is cutting out braces and shit like yeah. that. Motherfucker, that shit should be like competitive. This should be like eighteen. What's that thing called? Invisalign. This should be eighteen Invisalign type companies out there that are putting oh, up forward. Oh, I see what you're talking. about. You know about. what I mean? Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Whereas like capital, this is what capitalism is. All right. So like that one cost, like say like a whole bunch of money, and it, it's going cheaper. through like a like dentist, but like another one. Is like this one's there and it's a little bit more cheaper. Like a name brand versus like a Louis Vuitton versus a Walmart purse. Like something like that. No, 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 no. I'm not. No. I said, no, what are you doing? (laughs) No. Because I'm saying if there's like 18 other companies out there that do Invisalign. Mm. So Invisalign would be like top of the line. Like that's your Louis Louis bag, whatever. And then you're going for, then there's like other options, which are like Walmart. No. Well. That kind of shit. No. That's my comparison. You know, you know what? (laughs) Let me break down. Let me break it down for the people in you, Nina. Right. So. Name brand, like a Louis Vuitton, is just premium. Okay. It's a premium price point. It's a prestige price point for the upper echelon of people. Society. Yeah. Okay. Where that's their target market for people who make a, a, an insane amount of money and want to have that luxury brand look, right? Okay. That's for them. The Louis brand, probably the quality of it probably has deteriorated over time because, you know, probably. Or I don't, you know, yeah. I, never, I don't have a Louis bag. But let's just say... Louis Because overhyped, maybe that's why. It might be overhyped, but that shit goes to waste. Like Gucci belts. If you buy like a designer oh, belt, them shits, designer belts go to waste. I'm extra so fast. glad I never bought one in my entire life. All right, so like see that. Like you got a Gucci belt, you got you spend like 120 bucks on it. And like or, 200 or yeah. 400 more like. Yeah, and then you wear it for like two months and that shit's deteriorated. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got the look. Every time you walk outside your house, you sag your pants because you let you want you you want to let the bitches know you you got the Gucci on, yeah. right? But I go to, let me say, a good, genuine quality leather belt that's premium. Well, premium in quality, but it is less the cost because it doesn't have, like, a high-labeled name brand attached to it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Because, you know, I'm going to go with that because uh, capitalism allows me and allows business to compete to get the to get the uh, get the money from the customers or the consumers, right? Okay. That's what class, capitalism is. Yeah. And the fact that I'm not seeing a whole bunch of different brands do a whole bunch of different shit to capitalize on correction of, of teeth and shit like that. I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on with this business, bro? Uh, you know, what I mean? see what you're saying. I get you know, it. I should be able to walk into like three different dentists' offices and get like 
three variation of prices. Yeah. Like, I'm like, you know what? I might go with that one because the customer service is good. Or I might go with that. You know what? Everything should be based on customer service, to be honest with you. In this case, yes. In 2018, I'm talking about moving forward. Everything should be based on customer service. How good do you make the consumer feel when they walk inside your your establishment? Is the service A1? Because at the end of the day, products shouldn't be like one in a million anymore. Mm -hmm. Technology is way way too much. And even if you had a patent, a motherfucker figure out a way to delete, you know, Swap out that shit. All I want to say to you is when you do get the braces or Invisalign, good luck. (laughs) Because I will never forget the days when the wire used to poke the back of my cheek and they used to give you this wax to put in the back of your mouth. Yeah, they were talking about that. If it really hurts. I'm not doing that um, shit. When they tighten your your braces, that shit kills for like a good 24, 35 hours. And um, just like cleaning in between them. I used to do a really good job at cleaning. Like my orthodontist used to be shocked at how clean my teeth were um because i have like ocd when it comes to like cleaning anything um but yeah good luck i'm i don't you know what i'm looking i might get the 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 little visalign shit yeah and i'm trying to get i'm trying to really get this shit off oh and the elastics too yeah when you had to put those in because my sister has invisalign and she still has the invisalign hooks on her teeth too because they get taken off they no, but like she has them because she still technically has Invisalign, oh, so she still okay. has to put her elastics in and shit too. Oh, so. uh, yeah, good luck. I don't miss that. Right, man. I'm really trying to have my shit for like 18 months. I'm not trying to do a whole two year thing with it. Yeah, yeah. I did like three. Did four. three years? Yeah, what? three or Fuck four. Fuck that. I'm not trying to see like. I'm not trying to peak. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to peak later on in life, but like, let me have my rest of my twenties with straight teeth. Like, fuck. I'm just trying to peak now. You know what I mean. All right, we are in, we are eighteen minutes in. Okay, oh shit! Let's what start. the? Oh. <laughs> we talking about teeth? We might be on a time limit too, Yo, you guys. Yeah, yeah. All right, uh, so people don't know how to read the studio bookings. Oh, oh damn! That was a shot. Mm, I don't care. All right, so you want to talk about this Matt Barnes thing? Black man finally wins. Yeah. Um. So Matt Barnes, uh, he's been given sole physical and legal custody of his twin sons. Um, him and his baby mama Gloria Govan. Is that how you say her name? Govan or Govan? I don't Govin. know. You know him and you know him and um No Chill Gill are like we're we're our family basically family. Who the fuck is No Chill Gill? I mean Gil- Gilbert Arena is next. Oh, because his, his <laughs> what wife. What are you talking about? Because both of them married the same sisters. No, oh. my bad. Oh, I'm, like the same. When like, I say same sister, obviously the same sister. The, they, yeah. They're married sisters. sisters. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they have kids by them sisters. So, huh. no, and they're both NBA players. So look at them chicks. They came yeah. up. Nina, you need to take a, <laughs> take advice take from them. Because yeah, <laughs> if one sister got it and the other sister got it too, they know what the fuck I don't going think on. My sisters want an NBA player. I know, but I'm just saying, if both sisters got it, <laughs> you know the percentage of that they set for life. Okay, but this this girl is crazy. So she, yeah. so Matt Barnes has been given sole physical and legal custody of his twins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously the two like it's been seen on social media of them going back and forth with each other. Yeah. Um, and Matt Barnes actually got an eighteen month restraining order against her as well because he claims that she's a threat to him. So she has to stay away from him until May twenty twenty. Um, reason being also because so I guess the big like thing that that really made this happen was because there was a time where she well she put their son's lives in danger when she it says allegedly used her car as a weapon against Matt because they both showed up to pick up their sons from school even though it was apparently Matt's uh, weekend uh, 
according to the court agreement. So he said that he was attempting to guide one of the boys out of her car when she aggressively jerked the car in reverse and then the one of the twins fell back into his seat. Mm-hmm. And then she kept reversing the vehicle after the kid got out of the car, um, causing the door to slam against the boy's shoulder because the door was still open. And then um, after Matt Barnes walked away and walked with bo- both his boys to his car, she barreled the car towards him at an excessively high rate of speed through the school parking lot to block his exit. That is fucking crazy. I will never understand. Like, I know for a fact my ass is actually not crazy at all. Mm-hmm. Like, when I hear some of this shit or just some of the things that girls do in relationships, I'm like, yo, you guys are batshit crazy. Like, what the fuck? Most I'll ever do is like send a bunch of texts in a row. And I thought that was crazy. But like, you hear shit like this. Pardon? How much text is in a row you send in? It depends on like how long I haven't heard back from you from. Oh, for if real? We're, if we're talking days, it could be like 15 texts in a row if it's been like five days. Oh. Because obviously I think you're dead. But but like then you hear shit like this, like with your kids there and you're like taking the car and literally using it as a weapon against him and the kids. Like you could have killed everybody. I don't know. This shit is crazy. I just wonder like my theory is that these celebrities get trapped into these crazy relationships with crazy people because, okay, this is my theory. Yeah. That the, so when these celebrities marry other people who aren't celebrities, who are just normal, regular people who never Mm -hmm. had some sort of celebrity status. um, My theory is that those non-celebrities are the crazy ones because they're the only ones who can like figure out how to, how to like, get a celebrity to like wife them you know so what i mean you like me get crazy, their attention i guess you tell I don't me know. crazy girls know how to get celebrities how to trap non-crazy okay non-celebrity crazy girls know how to trap celebrities yeah that's my theory because look at look at for example Dwayne wade and G- gabrielle union like they were both they both had their own status you know what i mean yeah. so them being together like and everything seems to be perfectly normal minus the whole Dwayne wade situation but um everything seems to be somewhat normal about his infidelity yes but she hasn't like tried to run him over with a car or nothing you know because so. uh, the, the thing is let me tell you let me tell you and let me tell everyone else right as a man with money and status yeah. and some type of notoriety, you must date women who have something to lose. Yes, let yes. me say that. You okay. must date women who have something to lose, right? So when you when you date someone, in, let's say, quote, unquote, in the industry, mm-hmm. they have something to lose because they're constantly trying to prove and uh, reaffirm what their status is with inside that industry. Yep. So they're not going to do some dumb shit like try to run you over. <laughs> Or, or some dumb shit like try to do some other weird shit to try to get one over you on you or try to expose you because that makes you look bad in the industry because now you can't be trusted, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, word, that's what you're doing? I'm not even trying to fuck with you like that. Yeah. But when you date like some, you know, some hoe, some stock from the corner and you think she's bad, though, and she got a few Instagram likes and no one picked her up yet. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I got this one. She real bad. Let me grab some. Nah, you you stop with that whole, like, I remember my humble beginnings bullshit, bro. You are a man of status and you got to act like one. Like I tell all my kings, you can't be giving out the tools just to any bitch, bro. You can't be just giving out the tool to everyone because, you know, this is what's going to be the repercussions and consequences when you do. You got to be confirmed and, and reaffirmed within who you are giving the dick to, right? Like, I I know I agree because you know what I've always said like I joke about like wanting to marry an NBA player and stuff. You shouldn't like, even marry an NBA player. I think you nah, should. But, Your aim should be higher. You should go soccer or baseball. 
Yeah, but soccer guys are short. You, I mean, soccer would be cool because like I play soccer, so yeah. we could like you know you play should, together. If you really bought that money, you should go to football or no, no, go to soccer. I'm not going to football. No, he, he might, he might, he might love him one day and be a vegetable the next. <laughs> yeah, no, not even that. Football players are just like their history is just abusive as fuck. Oh, like, for real? majority of football players are abusive as fuck. So oh, I'd rather not. Damn. But anyways, no, but okay, I joke about that stuff and like wanting to marry like some sort of athlete, whatever, and cool. Like being an athlete is a turn on, yeah. But like, because they got a good body. But yeah, but my not even that. Just like because I play sports too. Like I want someone that I can actually play with and what, like. What's your thoughts on athletes with? and having lack of personality, like quote unquote Colin Kaepernick? Oh, yeah, I could see that. Um, <laughs> I have no shots of him. I mean, they're just boring. I don't mm. know why. I, I don't know why. I just don't like people with no personality in general. Like, it wanna... reminds me of, like, Instagram baddies with, like, no personality. Or the that, ones like, that don't talk at all. Yeah, and then people life them up just because of the way they look, and then their mm. relationship looks boring as fuck. My, my question is, for all these Instagram baddies that don't talk in none of their pictures, I wonder what their conversation's like. That's what I'm saying. They're I wonder if they heads. really know. They probably just have sex all the time in their you relationships. Think so? That's probably it. Like, I mean, that would be kind of, that's kind of cool, but like, that shit gets boring. That's what I'm saying. If there's no deeper connection, then how are you supposed to really like actually love somebody? I think the sex is a know. deeper connection. <laughs> no, really but like, I mean, like emotional, like mentally, like, but anyways, so. I joke about all that stuff and wanting to marry like someone of status and whatever. But to be honest with you, I want to make sure that I'm where I need to be in my life in terms of this whole radio and TV and podcast shit. Like I want to have my career already popping Mm -hmm. before I get to you because I never in my life want to have a man say to me, I never want to be in this type of situation like Matt and Gloria because I never want to have a man say to me, well, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have this and you wouldn't have that and all that shit. Like I want to have it myself first before you, before I get to you. Yes, queen. that's the way that like I see it because there's no way in hell I'm going to let anybody ever come up to me and be like, well, I gave this to you. Like, no, you didn't. Cause then I'm, cause you know, when that happens, then you start to feel like you owe them something, but it's like, no, you didn't give shit to me. I did it all myself. So. Yes. Queen. So that's what I'm going Yes. For. Queen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get an NBA player after I have my, after I bring back one of six and park and shit is popping. You're gonna, hold on. You're going to bring back one of six and park. Yeah. I'm no, reviving that no, shit. No, no, no. You gotta, <laughs> I'm going to re- revive relax, that relax, shit. Relax, 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 relax. Where's the yes queen? Once <laughs> 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 you, you said one of six and <laughs> you started talking Dead crazy. Ass. You guys think I'm joking. You, you started, you're talking crazy, man. You just relax, relax. You don't, that shit not coming back. Just keep that shit buried. <laughs> okay. I hope that never. I hope they never bring that back in like the year 2027. Um, that's wow. probably when because I'll be about what then? Um, that's 10 years from now. I'll be like 32. All right, don't bring that shit back. All right, well, I'm gonna bring it back. Anyways, you want to go to the next topic? Uh, so yeah, shots fired on Takashi at Takashi Six Nine's music video shoot with Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj wasn't actually there, was she? No, but you know what's scary about this? So you already know, but just in case people didn't read the details and you're sick of Takashi hearing oh, about yeah. him all the time, you like can't I be am. sick of him. He's the top. Anyways, <laughs> um, I actually read this one, and yeah, so he was they were on the set of the music video, and the room that the shots got fired in was actually Takashi's room first in the music video, but they switched. He he wanted to switch with Nikki. Mm. Nikki wasn't on set yet, luckily, and that was her room. So whoever was shooting obviously first knew, knew. that that room was supposed to be yeah. Takashi's. They didn't know what went on inside and led to the last minute switch. That is God watching over Takashi, which I don't understand, but... <laughs> but, and Kanye about? was there too. I don't know what the fuck he was. Yeah, doing, so but. you know what? This is what this is sad because the fact someone in fucking someone in Six Nine's camp is leaking information. Mm-hmm. Cause ain't no way you pulling up to a set and you know where to shoot. 
You, yeah. if, see, the thing is, if you know where to shoot, that's a setup. You better come to my, if I'm at a music video shoot, you better shoot the whole thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to. It's an to, inside job. I'm not going to wait. I'm not telling someone to <laughs> shoot off my shit. I don't think you're going to be right. But I'm just it. saying, if you if I'm at somewhere and you just say you have an inkling of, uh, of, of knowledge of that, mm-hmm. and you were like, you know what? Fuck, I don't know where he is. Just shoot the whole fucking thing. I would understand that. It was like, yeah, you shot up everything. Yeah. He didn't know where I was at. You shot up everything. But if you come directly trying to pull up on like, in my dressing room, then I know you. You know where my shit is. Someone was leaking information to you. Yeah. That's fucked up. It's creepy. Very and, creepy. And, yo, that's really that's really fucked up. Yeah. And especially the fact that Nikki Kanye was there, that means you... It can't be that serious. Whoever's trying to shoot up Takashi is on someone trying to get some street clout. That's what I'm saying. Because like- he, he hasn't done nothing... Like, he hasn't put in no type of work in the street... Well, not that I know of. In L.A. streets. Yeah. That, that warrant a violent assault... Of like gunplay, yeah. he told he told YG to suck his dick with his mother's lips. Yeah, but that should be YG pulling up on some shit. Or well, do you do you think like it could be? If y- it could be YG got shot him damn self. He, I I still to this day I don't think he knows who shot him. So I'm I'm pretty sh- I'm not the yeah that's facts. But okay. I'm not I'm not just I'm not I'm I'm saying that to say that why if if YG doesn't know who got shot, I'm pretty sure he's not really listing people to pull up on Takashi to shoot him. He, he did say he's on Takashi's hips though. Yeah, I don't. So maybe that was it. You know, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. It I'm could, not. Let's. Not, it could I'm not, be him. It could be Chief Keef. It could be maybe someone from Chief Keef's crew, like trying to get. Maybe Chief was like, "Yo, if you want to be a part of this, you gotta shoot Takashi or something." You think I so? I don't know how the streets work. The streets is, <laughs> I'm from the suburbs. The, the streets is <laughs> like yeah, Kodak said. I'm a suburban. I'm a suburban dude. Well, <laughs> <yo. laughs> my thing about the streets in general is that, man. The whole, the whole, the whole shebang is alive, right? Like if you re- real gangsters are either dead or in jail. Yeah. Because in jail, you really gotta man up to be a gangster because they go, they play by different rules in there. Yeah. And in, if you're, if you're dead, yeah, you try to be a gangster and you went out like one. Yeah. Like the ones in that, the ones that are really out here in the streets, man. They front. A lot of the time, they just hoes, bro. Like they really hoes, and a lot of them, a lot of them are snitching, anyways. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are snitching. Like don't get it fucked up. Like all these people got up the the. The impression that they're hard and shit like that. Maybe some of them are, but they already in jail, so they they banging in the inside the prison cells. But a lot of the ones, they're really snitching, man. They yeah. really not. There's no, there's no honor among like gangsters in the streets. From what I'm seeing, a lot of stuff. I'm yeah. not from the streets, but I'm 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 seeing a lot of stuff. <clears throat> and you know what I mean. Like that's why I've never wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad of all. I've never wanted to be a gangster because <laughs> all that shit was a whole shit is a lie. Okay. You know, and people join gangs to become to get protections, and it's all like. Tribalism. And either way, your life is at risk. So. Yeah, so I'm never. I never depended on no man. I like hold what like my like one of my favorite new rappers said, Blueface. He said, "Uh, what is oh, fuck? I can't believe it, man. I can't. Believe it. I stand by myself. I don't need no man." Okay. Said something like that. Okay. Um. Next topic. Uh, you want me to talk about it? Oh, we're talking about the Slim Four Hundred thing. Oh, you want, okay, yeah, talk about that, because I, I haven't... You didn't see the one. video? No, I... I so, yeah. You just posted it. I didn't, oh, no. I didn't look oh, at it. Oh, my bad. So, the, it, was on, it, was on my, it was on my page. I didn't watch it. All right, then, cool. It's all right. It's all right. It got hella hits, though. At least I'm honest. Uh, So, Slim 400, he was having a, uh, car, uh, an interview with Adam22 of Don't okay. Jumper. Yes. And he said, in a little 45-second clip, he was like, hey, man, if you give me 250, 200K, I'll mm-hmm. end the beef with you and all of that. And okay. it kind of that kind of reconfirmed that he was lame, if you ask me. 
But the, for you to say that a man is making a mockery of the Bloods and Pyrus of where it originated back in California, and that's what your whole thing was, yo, you make you make my shit, this whole gangster shit that I gave my life to, mm-hmm. I look like a mockery. Then I don't fuck with you, and then you're gonna have to check in and give me money type shit. Yeah. If you're willing to put throw that all away and throw that all aside for two hundred k, bro, you, see, like I told you, the streets is fucked up, right? <laughs> the streets is fucked up, right? Yeah. Niggas is broke up. Oh, I'm, it, people are broke out there. <laughs> <laughs> they, they're broke out in the streets and this is what they're doing they do a whole bunch of whole shit yeah and so you know what i mean it's, it's sad um yeah no principles and shit no principles no morals no they don't live by no type of parameters and i actually look up i don't look up to but i i look at the la gang culture as mm-hmm. a as the most proficient i can't even say the word proficient yeah proficient way of how gangs operate should operate okay. street gangs should operate because they operate on some type of like, yo, we gangbang. Well, it's a gangbang culture out there. Okay. So let me just say that. That's interesting. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. You ever, I watch a lot of Bloods and Crip documentaries and shit like that. And I seen a whole bunch of like, you know, the, the, the Mexican gangs and shit like that. They get busy, man. They get fucking busy. Okay. They get scary, man. That's why when I go to LA, I don't want to be in the hood. I'm yo, just scared. <laughs> when I went to, when I went to, um, I think it was L.A. or Atlantic City, one or the other. There's Atlantic City in Jersey. Jersey, yeah. I went um, with my family, like my grandparents, my mom, my dad, my sisters. This was like a long time ago. I think I was grade eight. Yeah. And my dad thought we parked in one spot. But like the thing with L.A. is it's very like, like, for example, when you go to the Grove, the yeah. Grove, which was like, I was like so excited to go there because that was when you the You ever see what's on the opposite side yes, of the Grove? Yes, that's exactly what I was getting at. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the Grove on one side, and I was so excited to go there because I used to see it all the time on the hills, and I was like, yo, can't wait to be here, whatever. Yeah. You go to the Grove, the opposite side, it's like crawling with homeless people. Literally, it's the, the Grove, the street, homeless people, and a Kmart. Like, yeah. that's literally what it is. That, that little plaza like, on the opposite side, that LA's like, um, like, I can't think of the word for it, but they're like, I guess, transition between yeah. what's across the street mm-hmm. is very like polar opposite, yeah. like complete opposite. And so we were leaving somewhere and my dad, we made a wrong turn instead of we we're supposed to go like right. But we went left instead. My dad thought he could have sworn we parked on the left and we ended up in the fucking hood. And we seen some people getting chased down by the police and arrested and stuff. And my mom grabs my dad just like, we went the wrong fucking way. We have the kids. We have your parents. Like, let's go. Uh-oh. And then my dad's like laughing. I'm like, that's not funny. Like, I got scared. Let me tell you, on my way back home, on my way going back home to get try to get back to the airport in LA. Yeah. Uh I typed in we're supposed to go to Aviation. Okay. Aviation which is um the airport address for no not not the airport address the like terminal? No, no, no. The address to drop off our rental car. Oh, okay. And we okay. End, I think we end up going to like Avion or something. Yeah. And then we pull up I'm like what the fuck? Where, where we at? <laughs> I'm seeing people. It's early in the morning. I'm seeing people early in the morning just chilling. And she, I'm oh like, we gotta God. get out. Like, we gotta get out. We're in this Chevy. We're in this Chevy. They're in this Chevy. This nice rental car, bro. We gotta get the fuck out of this, man. Yeah, yeah no. Sh- they gonna pull up and ask us where you from, cuz. Yeah, it's very different over there. That's for sure. Well, who'd you bang in, bro? Um, do you want to get into this Waka thing? Oh yeah. So Waka Flocka. He took, see, the thing is, I don't know if he was really trying to say he's trying to squash beef with Gucci, man, and just, it took him a long way to get there, mm-hmm. or he's, he was just in general going like, yeah, I don't got beef with nobody, and he just said Gucci man's name at the end. But he basically said that he's, if he has beef with anybody, it's squash, he doesn't want no issues with nobody, mm-hmm. you know, he told someone to get Gucci on the phone, let's patch things up, Yeah. you know, he wants to, you know, 
So before we even start there, so there's been a new revelation today, this morning that I saw. I don't know if you've seen it. No, I didn't see it. Um, so apparently he said that he's saying goodbye to hip hop. So, so who? He sa- yes. So he said, um, sorry, I'm just reading the post. So he said to TMZ, uh, I guess yesterday, mm-hmm. um, I've been gave it up. He says he did what he came to do in the game, and now it's time for what's next. I did what I came to do. I made the past $30 million. Everybody that I started with is rich. Everybody's happy. Everybody got kids. My right-hand man that was running the streets with me as a pastor, life changed for me. People want me to be a hard... People want me to be hard in the paint. Why? I'm 32 years old. I'm a grown-ass man. Feed my um, family. And he said he wants to make a baby next year. So he said he's like done, like finished with hip hop, like hands cleaned yeah. over and done with. Oh, also, side note. Uh-huh. Uh, TMZ, I just got an email. I got a DM from one of my uh, my one of my reporters. Okay. Uh, TMZ was reporting that 6ix9ine, Kanye West, and Nicki Minaj music video, music video is officially canceled permanently. Damn. It was, that music video was a half a million dollar loss. I feel like Kanye probably got the most shook up out of everyone. Yeah. Because Nicki wasn't there. Takashi didn't give a fuck. And yeah. I feel like Kanye, because of the way he, he, he seems very overly sensitive nowadays. Yeah. I think he probably got the most shook up. I mean, up. half a million dollars. Yo, I'm like, yo, half a, a million? Bruh, half a million? But yeah, that's, I just want to let people know. Uh, So, yeah, you were saying? Yeah, so he said he's finished with hip hop, which uh, I don't know. Are you buying that? I don't know if he's really. I don't gonna... think. I don't think so. I think. I think he's, he's gonna take a break. Yeah. And then come back. Like if you do music, if you've been a successful music musician or artist in music, yeah, that's your, that's your shit. Yeah. You're yeah. You're obviously gonna take a break. Sometimes I feel like him saying this, um, like him so. It seems like it was easy to say for him to be like, I'm done with hip hop. Like, I feel like he just got into the music game to the way he was explaining, you know, everybody that I'm with is rich and blah, blah, blah. People I started with, my main man running the streets changed and all this shit. I feel like he kind of did it to help those people and make money. Like he wanted to make himself money and those people. And now that that job is done, he's like, hey, I actually never liked this music shit. So I don't want to do it anymore. I mean, and then in a couple of years, he's going to be forced to come back. He's going to be like, fuck, I have a kid. Now I need to make more money. Yeah. And yeah, I, I don't mean, know. Because it just it, the way you finish something like that so easily just doesn't sound so passionate to me. Uh, I don't know. Because I wouldn't be able to give up like this like radio shit and podcast shit that easily. I mean, he did. He did get into rap because his they locked my CEO up. Yeah. <laughs> now I can't read. Yo. So, <laughs> yeah. So um, I don't know. I, I, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wasn't that funny, Apollo? <laughs> it was corny. <laughs> you tried it. Oh man. That oh yeah go go yeah I don't know I I don't feel like he was and I feel like he just did this to I don't know I don't uh, think he was that passionate about it no I'm just I say I say he is I say I say all right so you get into the music business because your CEO got locked up and yes. you end up just doing something off the flare right or off the you know whatever and then shit starts working out for you and it's just a, a ball of just oh success and success mm-hmm. you keep moving you keep moving but i always thought waka flocka was uh he got re- he got a lot of flack for just being who he is and the type of music he was putting out like a little screaming a lot of aggression stuff yeah it wasn't that lyrical at the time and people really put got at him for yeah that. yeah and i mean like i said like a lot of people says the music industry takes a toll out of you yeah and it really puts a strain on you and you, re- you really start to hate a lot of the things that's going on about it mm-hmm 
Maybe this guy. I mean, he hasn't really. What I want to say is Waka. He hasn't been at his height in a while. Yeah, his peak. His peak, and then he had a lot of label issues. I would assume, and then he had a fallout with one of his people he came in the game with Gucci Man. Uh, he lost a lot of people. You know, like I'm just saying, the music industry probably doesn't sh- give him much positive energy yeah i can see that but sorry just going back to so before he even said this he was done with hip-hop whatever um so yesterday how he said he wanted to end the beef with gucci and stuff so i was trying to and i don't know if you know the answer to this i was trying to look into like what really went wrong with him and gucci Mm -hmm. and for the most part all i could find was like he you know he took gucci in like he was his own family he slept at his house all the time and like they were like very very close he considered him like a brother and but neither of them actually elaborate on what went wrong they just say like some well gucci doesn't say anything waka said that some fuck shit went down that he wasn't yeah. tolerating and for him to treat somebody like like family and for that to happen like he was very upset with it um i'm curious as to what actually like what the meat and potatoes are of this whole beef but um i guess in that case like you know it's funny to me because like, you always wonder, like, how far is too far for you to not talk to somebody for a certain amount of time or something like that. Like, because um, in the video he was talking about, and I think he might have been referring to Gucci when he said this, because obviously his little brothers are both dead. But he said that he hasn't talked to his little brother in over a year and blah, blah, blah. Um, and it makes you wonder, like, how far is too far? Like, for example, um, two things here. One, it's funny to me that this happened because... I was just recently talking to my friends about how, like, it's always my friends who don't necessarily have the best, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. family life at home. Mm-hmm. That my mom, my mom has a very big heart and she takes people in as her own. A lot of my friends she's taken in as her own kids yeah. um, and literally treated them like her own. Like, she'll, like, some of those friends would, like, literally text my mom and have conversations with her, like, and I wouldn't even know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, like, they would come over just to hang out with my mom. And this has happened a few times That's in Ottawa and here. That's a beautiful relationship. Yeah. So, Mom's my mom, loving. my mom is very, she, she, she's always wanted, like, kids and stuff. And I guess, you know, when she sees that people don't necessarily have the best family life, she really wants to just be there for them because she likes what we have. Mm-hmm. And, uh, literally every single, there's been at least three or four friends like that in my life. Every single one of those friends has fucked me over so badly in my life, oh, for real? which is terrible because then I have to explain to my mom like, yeah, so and so who you treated like your own daughter. Fuck them. Like they did this, this and this yeah. to me. And I was hiding this from you for months because I didn't <laughs> want you to like, I guess, be upset about it either. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Because obviously at the end of the day, I'm my mom's top priority, whether she took you in or not. Like I'm number one. Mm-hmm. And when shit like that goes down, she's like, what the fuck? Like, why did they do that? Like she gets pissed. And so it's funny to me that this happens and walk is talking about how he treats Gucci like family and blah, blah, blah. And then this goes down. Cause I'm like, yo, that's a trend that I've seen. And I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like maybe sometimes people take that for granted. Like, oh, I know your family. So you can't like cut me off like that. But nah, if you disrespect me, like, it's over. Like once my mom finds out, it's really over. Like, you know, like there's things that have gone wrong in those friendships that I haven't, I never told my mom because I was like, you know, she treats them like her own. Like, I'm just going to leave it, whatever. And so for this to happen is funny. And then number two, the whole, like, um, how long do you go without talking to somebody that you're like super close with or whatever? Like they went years. Yeah. Like for example, I've, I've gone like four months not talking to my sister and living under the same roof as her. So Mm. like, 
I guess it just really depends on, um, like, I don't know. I, I, it depends on what went wrong, like what really happened. Mm-hmm. And I really, I really just want to know what really happened between these two. I mean, it's going to, it's like the same thing really happened with Rockefeller. Why did it really break down? People always yeah, speculate like, certain things, but you know, there's certain things that will never come to light. And you know, yeah, I feel like with these two, it never, it never will. But I mean, so. they, they address they're having beef with each other, but they never, I guess, address the actual yeah. beef. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy. Well, you ever see this video of Jill Scott sucking air dick? No, I didn't. I'm about to open it. Yeah, right go now. check that shit out. Cause I'm looking at I looked at that on Twitter and I'm like, man, Neil Soul is really taking a dark turn. Oh my god, I can see this. This is very awkward. Mm. This is very uncomfortable. And she starts playing with the pretend uh pretend balls too. You really have to like it was amazing. be um very sexually deprived at your a point in life to be doing this. Jill Scott, man. Like, what? This is just Scott. This is really disturbing. Mm, she's sucking dick. She, like, she, the thing is... This that is she, in front of an audience. Yeah, she's... She, the thing is, like I said this, and I'm going to say it again. A lot of girls, in general, don't know how to suck dick. Okay. Are we going to have, like, a suck dick class? We're not having a, we're not having a suck <laughs> dick class. So we're, not having a duck, we're not having a suck <laughs> dick class. We're not having a suck dick class. You know what? The thing is, like I said, a lot of women don't know how to suck proper dick, right? Okay. A lot of them believe that they do know how to because they do a little shit in here and there. and You know what I mean? Yeah. But they don't. Okay. They don't. And I've, right there, like, Jill Scott making it look like she really know how to suck dick. When but when the dick really when the, is there, the dick's really there, are you can't. really putting in work? Are you really doing all of that? Are you really jiggling the balls? Are you really going like, man? Or it, are in the back of your mind like, I really don't want to have this dick in front of me. And you just yeah. do the whole little play. You know what I mean? I think... Um, and a lot of guys don't know how to get their dick sucked. Well, let me just not. A lot of guys receive poor dick sucking okay. and look at that and say, yo, this is cool. I came. That was it. Nah, bro. You need to, <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, you need to you need to have elevate your standards, boy. boy. I feel like I can't talk about this stuff with you. It's just awkward. It's not awkward. <laughs> but not um, no. Nah, but what I was gonna say was, I was gonna say, I feel like when you get that affirmation from the guy that you did a good job, then you're fine. Like if it's been a repeated affirmation, then you're fine. But by by one guy, or are you talking? No, repeated. Just, no, 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 not from. Sorry, not from one guy. Repeated from multiple guys is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So like, because then obviously you know you've tested the waters out with different people mm-hmm. who've had different fellatio given to them. Mm-hmm. So I feel like once you get that affirmation, then you know you're fine. But if it's just like one dude and yeah, I don't, you know. got you ever you got to videotape yourself sucking dick and go like you know what? I'm not gonna do that. That's what you got. Somebody like, actually tried to Snapchat me once doing that, and I lost my real? shit. Yeah. You, did you really? I because I caught him. This dumbass had his fucking sound on, and I'm like, "Are you stupid?" You tried it like, "Oh shit, she's going." Yeah, to and I was like, <laughs> I literally got up and I'm like, "Really?" I'm like, "Give me your fucking." I was pissed. Yeah. Like I lost my shit. So I'm like, "Don't, don't try me like that." I'm not stupid. Oh shit. And that's not the first time somebody's tried to. Where? Yeah, someone I, tried to like. You know, you might be giving up fire dome then. No, someone tried. <laughs> that's what I mean. I don't want to talk about this shit with you. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody oh. else tried to record me once too. I also lost my shit. Oh again. shit! <laughs> Nina, it's confirmed. You might be giving us some fire time, or maybe I'm just picking the wrong people. Or I don't know, man. <laughs> like, if Matt's if go like, "Fuck, I gotta remember this shit," <laughs> no. I'm gonna risk it all. <laughs> I was very angry. <laughs> oh, shit! Extremely angry. Exactly. All right. Or you, you have a topic here. Or right, should yes. uh, you give your partner an okay. ultimatum when it comes uh, to, to titles. titles? So there is this post on the Shade Room. Um, this girl, so this person said, 
My guy's girlfriend mm-hmm. just gave him an ultimatum. They've been dating for seven years. She's 26 and he's 30. She says he has four months to put a ring on it or that's it. You can't force a man to propose, can you? So uh, You just throw the whole bitch away. Well, a lot of the opinions are like, she's desperate. And then someone else said, you see desperation and spending seven good years in a relationship. It's not as if anything. And it's not as if anything is even be- being guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Um, someone else said desperation is getting married. Um, and some people want to sort themselves out before they get married in terms of making money and stuff. My thing is, if you're dating for seven years um, and you that is the case, you do want to sort yourself out before you get married. That's fine. But don't you think that would have been communicated at some point in the relationship? Like, like, hey, we will get married eventually, but I want to make sure that I have the money right and we have a house together and this and that and blah, blah, blah. So to me... Um, you know, then there was another one. I recently met a girl that's 33. She said she dated one guy for 10 years. And finally, when things were good, he went and married another girl. If only he had, she had given him an ultimatum like this when she was still 26 or 27. So like, I don't know. I, um, then someone else said, why doesn't she just propose to him? If he says no, he says no. What's the point in playing all these games? Which is actually a tip that I've been on. Well, I haven't actually applied it because I'm a pussy, but like um, a, a tip that I've been on since like last year, I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, instead of me like waiting around for um, whatever a situation is to be, I guess, given a title or something, <clears throat> then why don't I just like turn around and ask the guy and be like, yo, do you want to be my boyfriend or no? Mm. Like instead of me just waiting and waiting and trying to like subtly bring it up, like, is this going anywhere? Blah, blah, blah. Like, why don't I just make the first move instead? Cause then I could save myself so much more time instead of just waiting and waiting and waiting and then have it not go anywhere. So I don't know. I kind of agree with this whole, well, not proposing. I will never propose to a man, but when it comes to like a relationship, if I really like you and I feel like you really like me, I mean, I'm probably still never going to do it. I'm a really big pussy. I never make the first move. You know what? Uh, you don't. You shouldn't give your. You shouldn't give your partner no ultimatum. You don't think so? No. Well, you, actually, you I don't. I kind of agree because I don't think that an ultimatum would need to be made if communication was clear. No. Like if things were, um, like fully established and like spoken about, you wouldn't need to give an ultimatum. Like for example, um, this girl is talking about seven years dating. Um, my cousin was dating her boyfriend for 10 years before they got married. They just got married in August. Mm -hmm. So like there's, and obviously they spoke about it. They said when she's done school, when they both have a proper job and whatever, then they'll get married. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what they did. So check this out. I've been thinking, I had a conversation with uh, this dude named Alex who Uh works here. Okay. Uh, and he said that his sister had gotten married and she was like, all right, so we got married and, and then what's it? What's that? I mean, no, not what's that, but the way he said it is that his sister got married and that was like the top. That was the pinnacle. Okay. And then I was like, oh shit, what do you do after now? Because no one's going to care about your marriage until you guys get divorced. But everyone's there when you got married. Yes. So I look at it like, this. I'm, I'm kind of going off topic a little bit. Okay. But I kind of look at, yo, if you're going to give me an ultimatum for marriage, you you have probably looked at life as like yo that's the peak, okay. That is the peak at what you ever what you're trying to do. Yeah. And I do. And Sorry, continue. All right, so we got interrupted. Yeah, we got. We got because people don't know how to book studio time. So this is what the thing is. I look at marriage mm-hmm. as I don't want to get married because it look for most people that's the top, yeah. and for me that's a ceiling. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't, I look at sky as the limit, right? Okay. Or non-limit. There's no limit. So if, 
if our relationship is only going to end at marriage, then I only want to get married. But the let me go back to the whole the whole um, ultimatum. ultimatum thing. If you gotta give someone an ultimatum, bro, you just leave, bro. <laughs> think about yes. it. Think about it. you trash. You so you so trash that you're gonna give someone's like, yeah, you're gonna do something or you're not. It, the thing is, like, you you gotta you gotta say, hey, I'm looking forward to getting married. Is that is I'm looking forward to getting married, and that's what I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And if a guy says like, I'm not really trying to do that, and was like, you know what, I'm not. I'm trying to get married by a certain time, and I feel like we've already fulfilled all those check marks. Yeah. Those check marks. Yeah. If that you you don't feel the same way, I'm gonna go somewhere else because there's obviously someone else that put a ring on you faster, and you probably if if that's what you want, if that's what you want, if you want a ring. Then you, there's someone always gonna able there's al- there's someone always out there able to give you a ring. Yeah. It depends what you want now. What do you want out of this relationship? Because if if, if that's just the goal, like it being in school when you graduate, remember when you graduate <laughs> and you were like, all right, what now? What do I do next? That's yeah. if that. <laughs> that's what I look at marriage. Is like yeah. once you get married, I look at you. It's like, oh shit, we did it. What do we do now? But my thing, so you said that you feel like marriage is like the peak of the relationship, whatever. And then yeah, for marriage, for most people, steady, for most yeah, people. just steady sailing. But for me, honestly, the peak of marriage would be after that, having kids um, and building a family together. I feel like raising children together, I feel like would really add to um, you could do that without marriage a relationship yeah but and that's going to add regardless yeah but most times that's ending on a salty note and things aren't things might not work out um well for me for Mm. me personally i know i wouldn't be able to have kids with someone without being married um just because i would always like i said on a previous podcast in the back of my head it's always going to be like is this person going to leave me like because things aren't official you know what i mean um you know fuck that hold on fuck that like i look at it like this right if you gonna leave me then i'm on to bigger and better things bro yeah but i don't want to have kids with somebody who's gonna leave me i never want i never want to have to share my child ever i don't want to have to be going back and forth on weekends and not have my kids for certain holidays and things like that like i never want to be in that situation that's a conversation piece that's like you see the thing is remember how will smith and jada said they're life partners quote unquote life partners and they really communicate with well with each other Mm -hmm. and really have conversations and rebuild the relationship back up and shit like that you gotta have that type of relationship with someone yeah you got it's not i'm not talking about hold this old soulmate type shit you really gotta have that type of relationship with someone where you're able to break all those barriers of communications and and flaws and insecurities where you're able to get get down to the meat and potatoes Mm -hmm. of what you guys actually want and if you guys are able to uh what's that thing facilitate or accommodate those things for each brother like like you know, ever, you ever heard of this thing? Like you got the non-negotiables in the relationship, yeah. or the negotiables and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Things are you willing to negotiate, and things you're not willing to negotiate. You really gotta have that. Like, are you walking in the relationship? Is like, all right, I want to get married, but I will, I will negotiate as far as ten years. Yeah, you know like I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get that, but I'm saying like, I won't negotiate. Um, I I don't ever want to have kids with somebody who's not gonna be. Like who I'm not gonna be with. I want to mm. have like that full family picture. But you know full, you can like, get rid of divorce, right? Yes, but you, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to get divorced. Like I, I literally just want that full family picture. Yes, divorce obviously is an option. Um, and but it's sucks it's too. a little bit more hesitant. Like that sort of separation versus being in a relationship, having kids and separating without being married yeah. is a little more hesitant on divorce because one, divorce costs money. Yeah. Two, um, it's more of a I guess 
um, it's seen by society as more of a serious thing yeah. because you have to go through all this paperwork and whatnot. Whereas if I just had kids with you and we were just boyfriend and girlfriend and then now we break up and you that, know we have to get this custody thing and placement, like I never want to have to go through that. But is that something that you would really want? Someone in the back of your mind going like, I really don't want to be with this chick, but yo, know, I it's kind of expensive to leave her. No, is, not that either. Yeah, but like, <laughs> think about no, it. But like, what you're what you're telling me is that what marriage is, it locks you in, and I don't want to be locked in. I don't like. I want to have the. I want to have the freedom to move around. So if someone's telling me you gonna marry me or not, then we're not made for each other. If exactly. you, if marriage isn't a part of your picture and having a family nah, and always constantly being together isn't a part of your picture, then that's not the picture that I want. Yeah, that's the picture I want because that's the picture I grew up with. I never had to worry about like I had cousins, for example, who I had to see go to uh, their dad's house for Christmas or whatever and stuff like that. And it's like we didn't get to spend those Christmases with them and things like that. You know, I want to be able to have all my kids be with all their cousins on the holidays and be with both their parents on the holidays Why and things like that. Why you just everyone in your family after you got kids are going to be married and shit and shit's going to be successful? <laughs> I want all my kids to be will. with cousins. The cousin could probably be hanging out with the... <laughs> Actually, I'm probably the one who picks the worst guys out of all of us to oh be honest with you. So if it's going to be anyone, it's going to be me. But I'm not letting that happen. <laughs> I probably have the worst taste out of all of us. Oh, man. But it's not going to happen. I'm going to marry somebody and I'm going to have kids with them and yeah. we're going to live a happy life forever until we die. Okay. The end. I mean... If that's not for you, then don't talk to me. I mean, shit. So, yeah. I mean, so uh, the end all be all thing, ultimatums are never a good thing. Yes. And then some, if you if you pose an ultimatum for someone and they pick something that you like, you're both going to regret it. Here's my quick piece of advice before we end off this topic, which is something that I might not always apply to my life, but that's, I probably should. Okay. If you're ever hesitant about something, mm-hmm. don't do it. Yeah. Like... If there's anything you're ever, I'm talking about like, if you're hesitant about buying ice cream for $5, but you know you really shouldn't, then don't do it. If you're hesitant about being in a relationship and you're planning on giving them an ultimatum, then leave. Like, don't do it. Yeah. I remember how I threw that whole chick away because I didn't trust her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, bro. I threw that whole chick yeah, away. Yeah, but you do it so easily. I don't give up. I mean, not that you gave up easily. You, that's good. I wish I had that quality, but I don't. I'm, I'm like second chance like queen nah bro like i'm always giving them nah bro i think i think not anymore not in 2019 yeah i think the thing is what i hold what i hold dear to me is my principles and my stamp my my morals and my parameters i want to live behind yeah so the thing is when i when i when i feel like you have disrupted what i stand on Mm -hmm. then you gotta go yeah like remember my friend that you fucked around with the gra- whole graphics i yes, talked to yeah, him for a while yeah, yeah and then at the time well he would call me i would just wouldn't i would tell him what's up and i just never spoke to him yeah and so just now like how many months ago was that all right, all right so we're cutting back in again <laughs> uh i was saying something about ultimatums and we got uh interrupted yeah uh what i was saying was i can't remember so you know what <laughs> i think it's time to move to the next topic yeah let's move to the next topic okay um, and um all right so you have man who's nah man fuck that. I don't know if yeah I don't really yeah, know. If, okay, this one is a good one. Okay, yeah. Well, you talking about Michelle uh, yes. Williams? Yes. So Michelle Williams, um, she so her fiance got upset when she brought up race during an argument. Oh my god, the page got deleted. It's okay. I think Oops, I mostly remember the details. Are you hold on? Um, <laughs> how did you delete the page? I don't know. It got deleted. It's not on Shade Room anymore. Okay, so basically what had happened was um, Michelle Williams, uh, her fiance is white, and Michelle yeah. Williams is obviously black, um, and during an argument you know she had told him do they have a reality uh, show together yeah on oprah's channel it's like about them going through counseling while on their way to getting married like it's like weird like they have a certain amount of time until they get married so they're going through all this counseling now which is weird but anyways so 
he got upset because during an argument she had said to him, you know, you might not understand this because um, because you're white, you're not black. So you probably don't understand that this is the way that I communicate and stuff and all this stuff, whatever. Um, and then he clapped back at her. And because he knows about her mental illnesses and stuff, he said to her, uh, did you take your meds today? Oh, shit. Which, like, obviously fans on, like, Twitter and shit got really upset at her for. Here's my thing. Um... Never be with somebody who's going to take your lowest points and throw them back at oh, your face. Oh, this dude's white? Yeah, that's what he I'm look, trying to say. He looked kind of black in the face. You think so? He looked kind of, he looked kind of what's that thing? Uh, racially ambiguous? <laughs> he looked kind of racially ambiguous, man. Mm, well, so ambiguous. here's my thing. Number one is if you're with somebody who's taking your lowest points and throwing them back in your face, that's mm. not the person to be with. That's just straight up a bully at that point in time. That's not somebody you want to be with. Someone who's going to take your insecurities and things that you told them you're insecure about and mm-hmm. throw them in your face when they feel it's convenient to get back at you. That's not it. Number two, my question is, um, do you believe that interracial interracial relationships can actually work successfully? More specifically, um, interracial with one of the parties being black. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Do I think interracial relationships can work? More specifically, with either the guy or the girl being black and the other person being objectively, white. Objectively, yes, they can work. Okay, it, it's two humans going mm-hmm. together. Is if all right? So if you base your relationship on race, then that shit never gonna work. If you, yeah, you gotta base it on fucking rational shit yeah <laughs> like uh, communication yeah trust and all that re- real shit okay so if you basically like oh i'm just with this white man and because he got some type of status in this world you you yeah this but it, it, you know what besides me saying a whole bunch of extra shit yes it can work mm-hmm. because however yeah there's no however it okay. can work okay there's, the only reason it's not gonna work is if it doesn't work okay if you don't make if you don't try to make it work so I think, yes, I think they can work. There's obviously examples of them successfully working out. Yeah. Um, but my, however, is that it's not all the time. Like, you see situations like this happen, you know, and it, it, like Michelle Williams and her fiance and this mm. happen. And it gets, I guess it gets kind of um, scary. Scary is not the right word, but like um, intimidating, maybe. Not um, even. Because it's like um as somebody okay as someone who is black not not me i'm not saying like i'm someone who's black but as as you (laughs) being someone who is black (laughs) like for example um dating somebody who's not black i feel like if you're talking about certain struggles and stuff they have to be someone who's woke like that's that's the only way it will work because no because think about it this way like if you're dating someone who's not black um and they're necessary they necessarily don't understand certain um you know maybe why something someone said triggered you because they were stereotyping you or something like that and they don't understand those things um it's one thing if yes you can explain it to them and they can be sympathetic for it towards you but it's Uh another if you explain it to them and they're like looking at you like what the fuck like what are you like why did that offend you so much you know kind of like almost making fun of you for Mm. being offended when realistically it has some sort of connotation to it towards you and your race. You know, that's where I'm coming from when I say that there is potential that it can't work if the person, if the other person who's not black isn't woke. See, the thing is, I don't believe that. Okay. I don't believe that whatsoever because I've dated plenty of black women. Yep. I mean, I've never really dated anyone outside my race, actually, which I need to, you know. Never? Not even a white girl? You know what? I feel like white girls, I, I've, I've been slept with like, a white girl before. I feel like white girls, everyone's just like first tick off the. Off I've the never list. been with a white girl before. I'm gonna be honest with you. I want to, uh, even to this day. 
I want to I want to see how that you know how that pans out. Okay. And I'm talking about like you know real you know up there like white Canadian girl. white girl or like. I'm talking about like up there white girl, like European white girl. Not not really European, but just Caucasian. Okay, you know whatever you are. It'd be cool. Okay. Not to say I'm trying to, uh, what's that word? What's that word? Uh, fetishize over the white skin. <laughs> okay. I'm not trying to. I'm just saying like, hey, maybe maybe the person that I could have like a impactful relationship with just could have been another person of color. Yeah. Who has a different view on life and that shit clicks with what I'm trying to view in life. Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? Shit. So let me get back to it. Interracial relationships can work. Okay. Uh, But I don't think that. Hold on, what was the question again? Um, <laughs> Where'd I go? I was just, I, I was saying, like, the other party has to be woke. No, yeah, so no, I don't think so. Okay. Like I said, I've been with other, I've been with other black women where we, race has never been a, a top of a conversation so heavily. Yeah. Like, I've never talked to my black girlfriend and go like, man, fuck it, yo, this world's hella racist. We gotta <laughs> talk about being woke and shit. I think the fact that you put so much emphasis on race yeah. shows the fact that you know that you are in an interrelation, interracial relationship yeah. and you see and you are basing your opinions and all this conversation about the outside world, how they perceive both of you. Okay. In reality, you shouldn't, the race shouldn't really be that much of a hindering conversation about certain things. Mm-hmm. Like, I could be with my black girlfriend just, just because my black girlfriend I'm with doesn't mean we understand we necessarily have the same experiences when it comes to race. I've talked to black girls yeah. where they said they haven't really experienced any type of racism like that. And they have white friends and shit like that. Yeah. Or they've been around like white communities and shit like that. And there has not been any type of real racially profiled experience where they can really adapt to. Yeah. And then I can't speak for everybody. But the fact that if race is the emphasis of that relationship, that shit's already doomed. Because the minute you start bringing it up and someone does not understand your plight, then you go like, oh, shit, it's not even, oh, you don't it's understand not, me. Yeah, you got to be woke. No, fuck out of here. Well, okay, so. you you even, just with the wrong person. And, even, or, no, but even this going off of, um like, Going off of that, mm. um, it also takes it back, and I brought this up on the podcast before about um, like the thread on Twitter that I saw of uh, light skinned kids talking about how their white moms would call them the N word and stuff when they're when they get mad at yeah. them and shit like that. Like, see, shit like that is what I'm talking about. Like, you can't be in an interracial relationship with somebody like that yeah. who's not understanding of the plights and stuff that um, different that different people go but, through so, because uh, of the color of their but skin. But let me say this, right? I've spoken to a whole bunch of people. Mm-hmm. And I've never, I, I like to say that race is, like we said this last week, race is a, race a contract, contract. Is a social, scar, car, I can't even fucking speak Social right. construct. Let me, let me get in my zone. Let me get in my bag. Okay. I got in my bag. Okay. Race is a social construct. Yes. It was built to, to divide us all. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you are letting that concept or construct into your relationship is in itself is dividing you from your partner. So the fact that you let that be a conversation, you letting that divide where two people are supposed to come together and be allies, right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. So the fact that you're saying something like that is just going to break you apart. So Chad, Chad, who may be a white guy, who and you're Michelle, who's a black woman, mm-hmm. you got with him that man because he showed qualities that you liked. Yes. You didn't get with him because he was a white man. Mm-hmm. You know, and the fact that you're with him and before you get married, you're starting to throw certain things at him about race, then... That shit's already doomed. I, I honestly, I don't think they're gonna last. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't think they're gonna last. And we're gonna see like, oh shit, sister, sis, you you lost. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that you're going for someone specifically because of their race. Yeah. Um, 
like what like i'm not saying you're getting into a relationship with someone and you have to like the first thing you have to ask them is hey well are you woke like no 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 that's not what i'm saying yeah. but i'm saying like in certain situations like this when this stuff comes up their reaction to understanding um why you're upset about something mm. or anything like that um that might have to do with like i said someone maybe stereotyping you in public and making a comment or something yeah. like that them understanding that or not understanding it um obviously would be a big factor like if i was out in public and i was dating a white guy and someone called me like i don't know like a dirty like for example like it's offensive to me when people call me a packy like if someone called me that and i was upset about it and oh, he never understood why wouldn't that be offensive to the pakistanis then if you just saying that it'd be like, offensive to indians and pakistanis it was yes. like someone called you a, it's a, it's like a it's like a derogatory term towards oh, yeah towards brown people in general bro i mean if, um, if i was like the same way uh, jamaicans hate when they get called african bro i'm like yo what the fuck beat wrong being african then fuck it yeah what well, are you talking it's, about it's not even that there's anything wrong with it it's just it's just the way it's it's used in the context that it's used like it's it's always in a derogatory way mm -hmm. so if somebody like went up to me and called me like a dirty packy or something mm -hmm. like and i'm upset about it and the, the dirty and, part the dirty and the white guy offensive. yeah and well that happened in high school and the white guy's laughing that i'm with like then i'm like okay bye like yeah. you're never gonna understand like that why that's offensive you mm -hmm. know what i mean so it comes down when it comes down to situations like that i feel like that's when you really know if the person you're with is educated or not you know what i mean if you can educate them if they don't understand and they're willing to understand then mm -hmm. fine cool but if they're just sitting there laughing or mocking you or taking lower shots at you because of your mental health or whatever well, then... isn't pa is pakistan like the middle east mm, yes it is <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah that's disrespectful <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying so <laughs> yo yeah yo and so that's what I'm but that's what I'm getting at like that's my oh, that's shit. my example my personal example because that actually happened to me in high school over a prank call mm -hmm. and I found out who it was and obviously it was a, a fucking white kid a white guy in my school t you know top of the food chain yeah. whatever doesn't have anything to worry about and um yeah like that obviously really upset me at a point in time um but yeah, I feel like that's what it comes down to. Um, but even just interracial relationships in general. One thing I'm curious about personally, because yeah. I'm I'm always like torn on this. Um, I'm, Hold on, you had your fair share of interracial relationships. I wouldn't say relationships, situationships. Man, yeah. Speak on your experience, you know. <laughs> so no, well, it's never really gotten to the point because I've never been serious enough with them that it's going to go to like marriage or anything like mm -hmm. that. But um, my question is because, for example, my cousin, um, in terms of religion, uh, the guy that she married is Muslim, mm -hmm. and uh, we're Sikh. So two completely different religions. Mm -hmm. uh, two religions, for a matter of fact, in history's time, did not get along. So obviously, a lot of grandparents and stuff on our side were very upset at this. Um, but when it comes down to, you know, they had to sit down and have the conversation. What religion are we going to raise our kids with? What language are we going to teach our kids? And things like that. Mind you, that's not obviously the most extreme example you could give. But for example, for me, like one thing that's always crossed my mind is, and I've been in interracial situationships, relationships, whatever you want to call them. Um, I've never actually dated anybody who's been um, in my race. Mm. And like one thing that's always crossed my mind is like if I marry someone who's my race or I'm in a relationship with someone who's the same religion, same race as me, like obviously that's easy. We're going to raise them under the same the same uh, spiritual values and things like that. Um, but then, you know, marrying someone outside the race, it's to me, it's the reason I'm torn is because one, it's super cool to get to like introduce 
you know, your values and your family lifestyle to a new person and kind of bring them into that world Mm -hmm. and vice versa and have that taught to me as well. But then it's also, um, it also gets conflicting when it comes down to having kids and what are you going to teach them and things like that. So I've always been like torn on it. Why, why do people got to decide on what the kid, what you, what the kid's going to be? Okay. Hold on. Let me, let me get back in my bag. Okay. (laughs) Why is it always have to be, or we got to decide what, we're going to bring the kids up in all right, what language, what religion are we going to teach them? Why can't it be like, all right, you know what? We're both coming from different paths. Instead of trying to negotiate on what the kid's going to be, how about we educate him on both. both things and then what he decides to do when he grows the fuck up, yeah. he can do whatever he wants. I think I just... That's progress. Isn't that yeah, progress? Yes. No, and I agree. Both should be taught. But I think what... Um, I think, you know, I think with that comes um, more... Not stress, more not more stress. I don't think you should raise your kids under one thing if you yeah. have two people coming from two different values. I 100% agree with you on that. It should be both. But my fear with that is that I'm teaching my kid one thing, um, my husband's teaching my kids another thing, and then, you know, maybe one day when it's Christmas time and... Um, I don't know, he wants to go to church, but I want to have Christmas dinner with my family, and then we get into an argument over something like that. You know what I mean? Hold on, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That was a bad example. Hold on. No, no. Yes, it was a bad example, but hold on. Let me get back in my back, all right? Okay. Got back in my back. Why are certain things like that such an issue, right? So what you're teaching your kid, when two people come from different backgrounds and they have one kid that is enveloped by two different backgrounds, it's called tolerance. It's called understanding that there's a plentiful different type of things and varieties and nuances to this world. Mm -hmm. Why is it that, that when you have a kid and you might be Sikh and Muslim. Why is it, why you have to decide? You know what? What's the kid going to be? Is he going to be Muslim or he's going to be Sikh? How about the fuck? Let him choose. Yes. No, I get I, that. I, I, I know that. I know, but I'm going further. Let me get back in my bag. Okay. Uh, and so moving forward, when you're having Christmas dinner, it's called, now, I'm not saying compromise. Co- mm-hmm. Compromise is when you, you, you say like, say if you're marrying your husband and you know that you know what you being a christian and things like that is what's the ground and foundation of who you are and you comp- and you convert yourself to muslim islam yes. and that you feel no you feel weaker about yourself okay. that's compromise yes. but i'm talking about it's 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 more so accommodating certain things why can't you guys accommodate certain things in life where it's like all right obviously i might be of a different religion and for our our for traditional thing that we do for christmas I can't even speak. I, we do for Christmas. Yes. We have dinner with the family. Yes. Or we go to church. And yeah. your particular religion, you may not celebrate Christmas, but you're going to respect the motherfucking thing. Yes. And so when we don't, when we when we get this day off, when we get the celebration, the traditional celebration, which I want to bring about my kids, we do what you do and let your kids involve in, inside that tradition and let them get yes. the understanding. No, no, no. I agree. I'm, but no. So, but I'm, what I'm saying is we both celebrate Christmas because yeah. I celebrate Christmas too. Yeah. So what I'm saying though is for example, um, if he wants to spend, like, it was a bad example, but yeah. it, yes, if there's a tradition that you celebrate that I don't, yeah. but obviously you it's want a, the family to be there, yes, I'll go to that 100%. More fucking tolerance. But I'm seeing a, a tradition that both sides celebrate, yeah. but both sides celebrate differently. I don't go to church. That's not my place of worship. Yeah. My place of worship is a temple, and we don't necessarily go to temples on Christmas. Yeah. It's more so just a day with the family, family dinner, turkey, whatever, all of that good stuff. You make it seem like you can't do both. You, you can, but I'm saying, I'm saying if the guy, like, let's, for, for example, you know, um, his thing is just church, like, 
that's why I'm saying it was a bad example. Yeah. <laughs> like just doing one thing all day and all night the same time that the dinner is. Then, you know, that's when I feel like that's when arguments can escalate. But obviously what you're saying obviously does make sense. Yeah. And I agree with that as well. Oh, oh also, um, I, d- politics and religion divides people greatly. Yes, it does. So, yo, if, <laughs> you, if you're going, if you're two different religions, you got to be on some... I'm liberal type shit. It's like I, I'm more, I'm understanding of different things. Yeah. And I'm not going to push someone to uh, my religion. I yeah. remember dating this Jehovah Witness girl and they don't celebrate birthdays. They don't, don't celebrate, celebrate nothing. Nothing. Yeah. I don't even know why the fuck I was with her. But I was like, <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I was with her. But I liked her. Yeah. And then, you know, the shit was cool. But I thought that, like, I realized that... <laughs> Yo, you weird, bro. I'm not saying weird. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, weird, but, but that's not for you. It's not for me. See, and that's that's another thing that I was just going to say was, um, fuck, I lost my train. Oh, yeah. You don't choose who you fall in love with. And oh, you, that's, you, you do. You do. No, you, no, no. You, do but, who you, inter- you know who but, you interact with. No, no, no. But but you don't like, you know, you're not sitting there seeking out a certain, I mean, some people are seeking out a certain type of person, but you might fall for someone completely different. For example, how? How, Nina, how? my cousin and her husband are like, my cousin is super hot and her husband is really not all that hot. And, you know, she's always you got been the, game. That's why she's always been the kind of person, um, not always been the kind of person, but, you know, she obviously wanted to marry someone who's the same religion and, uh, as us and stuff um, for the purpose of the kids, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, she fell in love with this guy and, uh, like I said, certain family members from older generations weren't too happy with it because they went through the times and histories um, when shit went down in India between Sikh people and Muslims. Right? That's what I tried. That's what I had to explain to them. And I said to them, you don't choose who you fall in love with. Like, you don't just... Was that your explanation? Yes! Because, yo, you think she went out there purposely seeking someone who was going to infuriate the rest of the older generation of the family? No. Mm. She fell in love with him because of who he was as a person, not because of his religion, not because of his race like that's what i mean when i say you don't choose who you fall in love with isn't that what bollywood movies are all about who knows i might fall in love with someone who's indian as of yet never have so but i'm still only 22 so isn't that what bollywood movies are all about love yeah they actually are and overcoming with the 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 rules of i've never watched a bollywood movie before they're really long i don't really watch them i you know i'm lying i said that i said i remember my my teacher i had in grade seven she was west indian no my bad south asian yes and May is like what South Asian month? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So all right, so I'm a little cultured. It's uh, actually Asian Heritage Month, but right. like obviously Asian. What I say? What I say? You said South Asian month. South but it's Asian all month? of Asia. Oh, uh, our Asian yeah. month. All right. Yes. You're Asian, right? Yes. I should start calling brown people more Asian too. They do that in England. They in England, it? brown people are referred to as Asian. I should start doing that. Just get that. Just to, just to make shit a little easier. Okay. Because uh, I have a, a large Asian population in Brampton. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, let me go in further. Uh, so, um, Bollywood movies. Uh, yes, I remember seeing that in grade seven. My teacher, she was celebrating Asian Heritage Month and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We saw a lot of Bollywood, well, a few, um, a couple. Let yeah. me say two or three. Okay. And I was like, oh shit, it's about overcoming, it's about toppling the opposition. And sometimes the parents are trying to force you to be in love with someone else, but you got to break through it and you'll find your love. Yeah. No. I don't know why they teach that in a whole bunch of movies, but then like, then again in the culture, it's like, yo, that's frowned upon. So uh, end up, let's end this off. Yeah. Uh, relational, interracial relationships can work. Yeah. Uh, you just thought you can't uh, base it on race. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Don't base the relationship Done. on race. 
Um, I think we should just do one last topic. You want to keep getting interrupted? Yeah, we want to talk about this Victoria's Secret thing, or you want to talk about this girl setting up her boyfriend? I kind of want to talk about the girl setting up her boyfriend. Bro, let me because I haven't read this. That thread crazy. Let me tell you, man. Okay, yeah. So hold on. Uh, uh, let me just get this off. This whole Victoria. Oh, I did read this. Did you read that? Yeah, <laughs> I read this like yesterday or the yeah, day before. That shit was wild. Oh, let me just say this Victoria's Secret thing receiving backlash because of uh, an exec response said when asked about plus size, he's like, "Yo, he... and so... transgender model." Yeah, bro. Like some. Yo, bro. If you're gonna be offended because some fat chase can't walk the runway and some girls who had were men, yeah, turn into you know females. I think you're 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 putting your energy in the wrong place, bro. Sometimes people don't want to see that. It's, it's especially exactly, in lingerie. Well, that's what he was saying. His response wasn't necessary. His response wasn't no. It was just that we decided not to because the show is about fantasies. Yeah. Um, most males, that's not their fantasy, which is cool. Whatever. Yeah. It also kind of just briefly brought me back to the whole genuine thing. Genuine was on some interview thing, and uh, tranny tried to kiss him. Like yeah. a, a tra- sorry, a transgender tried to kiss him. Um, and he. I don't know if that's derogatory or not, but he. He, um he turned down the kiss like and, yeah and then everyone got all offended but like why that's his preference that there's nothing wrong no, with having I, a preference i don't want no trans you know why i don't want no transgender person kissing me and shit like that it's because you know why the minute something comes out i'm being slandered over the media and, so with that and you know and transgender hold that above certain celebrities like they did that the what's his name something ball they got that the the Bobby Valentino, they're doing See, that and, right now to Young Buck. That's like, the thing, like it's it's they're weaponizing their their shit, and it's it's all about preference. If you don't like transgender people, fine. If you don't like plus size people, fine. I'm not saying go up there and start slandering them on the timeline all fucking day, but no, uh, if to. that's not your preference, then that's fine. Like. I don't really see much wrong yeah. with that. I don't but see nothing wrong. People, yo. people are just overly, they want to be included in every single yeah. thing. And it's like, not all women are included in the, I wasn't called to be on the Victoria's Secret Fashion yeah. Show and I'm not plus size and I'm not a transgender. Yeah. I'm pretty fit. So yeah. like, you know, but I'm not out here hurt about it. Yeah. Like, that's what I mean. Like, that's a prime example yeah. of people being overly sensitive and expecting to be included in yeah. everything. Yeah, that whole plus size shit, you know, just get that all over. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if, you, if you big boned, then you be big bone somewhere else. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fuck you complain about. Exactly. Fuck get out of here. Yeah, but, that is actually be under no fire. And plus, yeah. people are going to forget about it because we mm-hmm. live in that type of society where no one really gives and a fuck. And they after. even said they don't make um, lingerie for plus size or transgender people exactly. specifically. So why would they feature Bruh, that? Baby, get fit, little baby. Yeah. So. You lose some weight. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Continue on this. Oh, yeah. Uh, you explain it because I don't really know how to explain oh. it without rambling on. All right, we already know how it is. You can't trust these thoughts. You listen to little Mona Lisa, you already know what's going on, <laughs> bro. All right, so this chick named Sabrina. Sabrina Star on Facebook. She was dating this little white boy out in little Missouri and shit like that. I don't know what wrong, what, what wrong between them, but she hired some dudes, some tattoo dudes. Yo, like, yo, I want you to go take a hit on my little baby. Okay, this is what went wrong between them. They were, um, what's it called? They, uh... He was the tattoo guy was rooming with this Sabrina girl's boyfriend yeah. and friend. Yeah. Okay. And then they kicked him out. Um, I don't know why they kicked. I can't remember why they kicked him out. But, but they yeah. kicked him out. And so then he was the tattoo guy was living with Sabrina, mm-hmm. and he was just living with uh, her boyfriend as well. So now the tattoo guy's living with this guy's girl. Yeah. Okay. So that's one thing. All right. That happened. So you know, dude got kicked out crib start living with the dude's girlfriend he's probably he's piping her out too probably. giving her all that tattoo dick and shit like that giving her free tats and shit like that dude didn't like that girl was like you know what you be giving me this type of dick i'm a speculating this i'm not she's dead <laughs> we don't she know about the dick yeah, she, <laughs> but yeah, the she, tattoos yes. yeah <laughs> and so 
one thing turns to another, and then she gets convinced that she wants to kill her boyfriend. And so, dude, what did she pay him? Uh, no, she didn't. She didn't. She sold. She stole a gun out of a car one night, and then she sold him the gun yeah. for free tattoos. And he said, "Okay, sure." Yeah. So he um he tattooed her whatever um and then what had happened was um basically the night that they decided well so louis which is a tattoo guy took the gun drove to his old house and killed uh josh another roommate and seriously injured two others so that means you didn't even finish the job okay so um to, apparently the night that that Sabrina's boyfriend was murdered her and the tattoo guy were uh in the car along with someone else named Anderson on the way to the house He's Asian. Yes. When Louis got which actually like shocked me. When Louis got out of the car, he was on the phone with Sabrina as he entered the home. Sabrina put her phone on speaker both her and Anderson listened as her boyfriend and her, his roommates begged for their lives before they God, were shot. Damn. Uh, after they were murdered, the tattoo guy came out the house covered in blood and drove back to Sabrina's house. God damn. You know, and then she's posting all these statuses, uh, like about uh, the murder and stuff and how she misses her boyfriend and posting pictures of herself crying. You, you which, can't trust these thoughts. Yeah, which side note, why do people post pictures of themselves crying? That shit is corny as fuck. Stop. Can't trust thoughts, Um, man. And then, yeah, a few days later, uh, Louis' girlfriend came up from New Jersey, burned his clothing. So they mind you, they were both in relationships, but both living with each other, which is yeah. weird. Um, and then he realized he left witnesses, so he planned to kill her and Anderson as well. well Anderson he, he and his girlfriends her. turned themselves in before he could do so, and then oh, Anderson, um, Anderson and his girlfriend, Anderson and Louis's girlfriend turned. Oh, so he wasn't in. giving her dick. So why is why is this girl? Hold on, my bigger question is: Let me let me. Peek. I don't know. The whole thing is let, a mess. But they all died book. except yeah. for uh, Anderson got thrown in jail, and Louis. I don't think Louis died. Yeah. Either. But and his girlfriend's in jail. Too. Yeah, his girlfriend's yeah. in. But my thing is, you. Why is his girlfriend allowing him to stay with another chick, bro? Like, I what's going know. on maybe here? She doesn't know. And the fact that you like you killed. Well, come on, bro. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't know. But this guy was essentially trying to get rid of all the witnesses of him committing these murders, and then he just ended up killing everyone. Which shit is crazy, like really crazy. The whole thing was a mess. Update: I have reached the people to. Uh, I reach out to the people about the story uh, that actually know the pe- these people. This shit's sad and scary as hell. I feel bad for everyone. Yeah, so I don't know, man. Like, see, this is what I'm talking about. Crazy girls. Right, you can't you can't trust thoughts, man. I'm so normal, it's ridiculous. You can't trust thoughts. Like when I read this, I'm like, look, you know what? You can't trust thoughts and you gotta date women who have something to lose. Yeah. I you can't you got you're dating a chick that got a tattoo, a red tattoo above her eye. <laughs> Bro, like she got tats everywhere. They look like they're like 14 too. Yeah, this shit look like a fucking mess. This shit yeah. look like all bad. I don't like, know, man. She has a teardrop on her eye, and she's talking about, I miss my dude so much, and you got the dude killed. Yep. For what? A free tattoo? Yep. Like, you, your <laughs> life is trash, bro. And so, you're, you're dead. You're yep. dead now. Yep, they're all you're, dead. You're dead. <laughs> you think they're going to make a movie out of this? Nah, I don't think I don't think it'll get. You know what? I, they're they're gonna make a movie out of that that famous viral story of remember that girl partying the stripper and she went all that type of shit and no. she went to Miami. Remember that viral Twitter uh, story that this girl was put, posting? No, explain the story. I can't remember the story. It was uh, like two three years ago. I don't remember. It went the viral. Story. It knew it went viral. People were talking about it for days because she was said like. She met this pimp and she was she was being a stripper, and it was just like a crazy weekend. I think it was a crazy weekend. Okay. Yeah. 
They should make a movie out of my life. All right, it's not that interesting. It <laughs> <laughs> expose me. Yeah. So like, the thing is, I'm looking at this. I'm like, damn, maybe the bitch got what she deserved. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. The whole thing was yeah, fucked you, up. Yeah, I don't yeah, know, man. man. And the dude, the fact that dude, the fact that dude left two people seriously injured. You didn't finish the job, regardless if you were gonna kill Anderson, your girlfriend. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the fact that you did that, it was like, bro, you shouldn't. You oh my god, she also has a child with a different baby daddy, who she was also claiming at the time. Oh, oh see, you can't trust these. Oh thoughts, my god, bro. ew! And it's like some old white guy. Where did you see that? Oh my god, just scroll down. I'm yeah, she down. has a child with a different man who she was also claiming at the time the tea is hot. Underneath the gif, the moving gif, gif, whatever the fuck you call it. Which one? You probably passed it. Oh my Here god. Here is a direct insane. link to the official police report. Is that one? No. Want me to click on it. the gif? No, it's underneath that. I'm looking at Underneath it. the one of Ryan Gosling. Ryan. Oh, you want me to scroll all the way down? Yeah. No, you, you already scrolled further down. No, for real? Yeah, move up. Uh, but anyways, yeah, the whole thing is fucked up. I don't know. Yeah, hey, man, this is what this is what's going on in life. So, fellas. Oh, my God, my cousin replied in this. <laughs> I just found my cousin fellas. in the thread. <laughs> fellas, what I want you to do is stay away from um, women who don't have anything to lose. And, uh, you know, be more protective about who you spend your time with and who you let inside your house. You know, you got you can't let everyone know where you live. And you got to vet them. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. That was another episode. Sorry, guys. We were interrupted a lot of times today. Yeah. It was very mm-hmm. aggravating. Minute, we're at an a hour 30. All right, let's see. Yeah. get out of here. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're ending on a sad, a little somber note. Um. Also, next week's episode um, might be a little dated because we have to record it a few days early because I'm leaving for Mexico. Yeah, she gonna, she gonna meet some nice little Mexican man. No, I'm going to have fun and oh, yeah, don't... drunk all day and tan. Okay. That's all it. Right. Be safe out there, all right? I will. All right, don't let no guys, drunk guys try to, you know, push up, push up on you. I won't. You know what I I'm mean? I'm only fucking someone if they're like a 15 out of 10. I've only ever met one 15 out of my 10, 10 in my life. All right, and... so I just, regardless if they you meet a, a guy who's 15 out of 10, just say no. Okay. Just, just don't consent. Really hot? What if I want to have sex with them? Just say no to yourself. <laughs> Says the guy who went to Jamaica. <sighs> Actually, we're not going to bring it up. <laughs> it's never going to You know what? One day I'm, I'm going to talk about what's going on after I, feel, I don't feel so bad about it. Yo, right. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Educating the Reckless podcast. If you want to find us, we are on YouTube. We are on Audio Mac. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google Play, and a whole bunch of other platforms for your convenient pleasure. All right? And you will be listening and hearing us again next week because this is what we do. We go and we put in work. Yep. All right? So this has been another episode of the Educated and Reckless podcast with your host, Apollo P. And okay, let me just start. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Educating the Reckless podcast with your host, Apollo P. And no better, Nina. And we're out.